Cascade Hoops Talk, bringing the world NAI basketball one podcast at a time. Cascade Hoops Talk. Hey, this is Billy D here. How you doing? It's Sunday. Time for a top 25 rundown. A lot going on in NAI basketball. I hope your team won. But regardless, we're playing basketball. So let's start. Number one, St. Francis. So St. Francis is 9-0. Of course, last Saturday, that was a huge win against Shawnee State. You know, there's still lingering questions at the start of the season. You know, how good are they? How good are they? And then they beat Shawnee State, and they really beat them going away. They took control early, went into halftime 57-39, and they continued that onslaught into the second half. Uh, They won that game 102-74. It always seems to be the case. The Cougar won the game with rebounding and defense. They significantly out-rebounded Shawnee State, and they held Shawnee to 38% shooting. David Edja, he's been amazing this year. He had a double-double to lead St. Francis, 30 points, 12 rebounds. Shawnee State, uh, their Elijah Bishop, he had 12. So yesterday, St. Francis, they traveled to Goshen. Okay, you know, Goshen's a good program, but you know they're not the, the crossroads power. But they, they were able to win 90-83, to 83, but this game proved the old adage, there's never a night off in the crossroads, even if you are the number one team in the country. With the first score in the second half, Goshen had the number one Cougars down by 10. St. Francis then outscored Goshen 19-9 over the next eight minutes, and they tied the game up. Kind of a seesaw battle until Antoine Cushenberry, he hit a three with just under three minutes to go. That gave St. Francis a two-possession lead that they would not relinquish. Goshen shot 57% against the Cougars, but 15 Goshen turnovers that doomed their upset bid. Antoine Cushenberry, he led St. Francis with 31, including four from five from three. And David Edja, of course, another double-double, 18 points, 10 rebound. Goshen's Michael Johnson, he fueled their offense, 32 points, and he went 14 for 18. St. Francis, they continue league play Tuesday, hosting Mount Vernon Nazarene. Number two, Loyola, they're 7-0. They just keep on rolling. They had a busy week. Uh, They started by traveling up, or I guess it's down to Mobile on Tuesday, take on Spring Hill College. Wolfpack, they out-rebounded Spring Hill 34-26. They cruised to victory. Brandon Davis, Zach Reitzel had 17 each for Loyola. And Andrew Fava, he tossed in 16. Spring Hill's Jaden Gray, he scored 19. On Thursday, Loyola traveled to Middle Georgia State. They won that game 91-60. They stifled Middle Georgia, holding them to 33% shooting, out-rebounded by 10. Zach Reitzel, he led Loyola with 14, 9 rebounds. Miles Burns, a double-double, 13 points, 10 rebounds. Middle Georgia's Tristan Harper, he scored 23. And yesterday, Loyola pounded Bruton Parker, 78-40. Miles Burns, another double-double, 12 points 13 rebounds Andrew Fava and Terry Smith Jr. scored 13 apiece Loyola takes on Bible Baptist tomorrow and then on Tuesday a huge test against LSU Alexandria 
Number three, William Penn. They survived two home tests this week, and they're 7-0. and uh, Tuesday, William Penn hosted Peru State. They won that game 89-86, but they found themselves down by six at half, and Peru State wasn't done. The Bobcats, they pushed the lead over the, uh, over the number three, William Penn, to 16 on a Henry Tanksley three with 11 and a half to go in the game. Over the next eight minutes, though, William Penn, they went on a furious 24-8 run to tie the game with just over three to go and a pair of Chan's Crusoe free throws with 19 seconds to go sealed the win. William Penn survived. Yesterday, for William Penn, a barn burner. They hosted Briarcliff, a game that William Penn, they seemed to control, and then suddenly the cliff on a Quinn Vesey layup with 33 seconds to go gave Briarcliff a surprising lead. The two teams, they traded heroics when Briarcliff's Matthew Stillwell, he tied the game uh, with a three that seemed to send the game to overtime. But William Penn's Kamari Newman, he hit a three with one second to go that proved to be the game winner. That was a, a huge win for William Penn, a heartbreak for Briarcliff. Uh, William Penn, they were led by uh, Kamari Newman with 21 and Chance Crusoe with 20. Jaden Klein, Klein Hesselink, he scored 23 for Briarcliff. Say that fast three times. Uh, William Penn, they traveled to Columbia, Missouri on Tuesday and Iowa Wesleyan on Saturday. Number four, Arizona Christian. Uh, they fell on the road to Hope International on Thursday. They rebounded yesterday on the road to stop San Diego Christian. Now they're 6-1. and one. Arizona Christian fell to Hope 73-57. They trailed by 11 at half, and they never threatened in the second half. Arizona Christian, 26% shooting. Uh, that absolutely doomed them in this game. Hope's Jelani Horn, he came off the bench to score 14. Arizona Christian was led by Robbie Wilson. He scored thir 13. Uh, yesterday at San Diego Christian, the Firestorm found themselves down by three at half before coming back to win 69-63. Arizona Christian, they took the lead with 13 minutes to go. They never gave it back. The Firestorm continued their poor shooting, however, only 34%. They really relied on rebounding and San Diego turnovers to get this win. Dennis Flowers III, the transfer from Carroll, he led Arizona Christian with 12, while Cavante Kinney led San Diego with 18. The Firestorm have a busy week. Uh, I guess they're fleeing the snowstorms in Arizona, and they're going to the Seahawk Thanksgiving Classic in Florida. Beginning Tuesday, they take on Kaiser and Florida Memorial, and then they travel to St. Thomas in Miami on Friday, take on uh, Coach Crary's team. Number five, Carroll College. They had a huge week. They're 10-0. Following a home win over Our Lady of the Lake, the Saints headed to Eugene, Oregon, and they survived two tough tests against quality Cascade Conference teams, an overtime survival against Bushnell, and a down-to-the-wire win against Corbin. At home against Lady, Our Lady of the Lake, the Saints took a 20-point halftime lead, rolled to the win. Carroll's Brendan Temple, he had 17. Jovan Slivanshanen, a double-double with 16 points, 10 rebounds. As we said, the tr Saints then traveled to Eugene this weekend. Friday, they took on Bushnell. They survived in a 76-71 overtime win, a game that Carroll had controlled was suddenly tied on Bushnell's Luke Smith layup with just under five to go. At the end of regulation, it appeared Carroll would win. 
on a Slivanshin layup with four seconds to go. But Drayton Coeli, he hit a jumper at the buzzer for overtime, free basketball. In the overtime, Carroll hit free throws down the stretch, and they held on for the 76-71 win. Jovan Slivanchinen, he was everywhere for Carroll in this one. He scored 25 and pulled down 16 rebounds. Bushnell was led by Stevie Schleback with 18. It didn't get any easier for the Saints on Saturday. They hung on to defeat Corbin 53-50. Corbin took the lead over Carroll with two and a half to go. But here he is again, Jovan Slivanchinen and Shamrock Campbell. They outscored Corbin 6-2 in the final two minutes for the weekend sweep. Uh, this game, this Corbin-Carroll uh, game, a horrible three-point shooting game. The two teams combined for three for 28 behind the arc. Uh, Jovan Slivanchinen, another double-double, 15 points, 11 rebounds. Brendan Temple, he had 13 for Carroll. And Corbin's Kendall Moore, he scored 11. Carroll, they're going to play an exhibition game against Utah State November 29th. And then they go back into action on December 2nd against uh, Montana State Northern. That's a league game, Frontier League. Number six, Shawnee State. They're 5-2 and two after that loss to St. Francis. And then they had a home loss Thursday to Tennessee Southern. And then they barely survived life at home on Saturday. The Bears, they fell to Tennessee Southern 70-66 Thursday. Three-point shooting was the difference in this game. Shawnee State went 4-21 for 21, while the Firehawks dropped in 10-30. of 30. Tennessee Southern, where they were led by with 34 points from Muhammad Oguari. Shawnee State's Miles Thomas, he scored 16. Uh, one quick note on Tennessee Southern. They have the best athletics uh, website. You got to go to it and just check it out. They got this Firehawk. Anyway, go to it and check it out. Uh, looking to regroup on Saturday. Shawnee hosted life. Life is always a tough out. Uh, Shawnee held on for a 69-67 win. Life held a seven-point lead with 15 minutes to go, but Shawnee, they were able to claw back and finally take the lead with just under 10 to go. The Bears held the lead the rest of the way. A pair of Jordan Hernandez free throws brought Life to within two with 44 seconds to go, but that turned out to be the final points of the game. Uh, Life was unable to score the rest of the game. Elijah Bishop, he had 17 for Shawnee. Miles Thomas and Donovan Carlisle, they added 10. Kanzi Chavis and uh, Dara Olenade led life with 13 apiece. Shawnee uh, State, they'll host Dalton State next Saturday. Uh, by the way, fans, the game against Ohio Christian on Tuesday has been postponed. Uh, no rescheduled date. Number seven, Talladega, they're 8-0. 8-0. At home Thursday, they pounded Blue Mountain 74-39. Daryl Baker scored 22. Saturday, again in Talladega, they convincingly beat number 15 Stillman 65-43. This was only a six-point game at the half, but the Tornadoes lived up to their name, and they came out in the second half, and they just put the game away. The Talladega's stifling defense, they held Stillman to under 30% shooting. They caused 16 turnovers. Cameron Bryce, he came off the bench to lead Talladega with 17. Roger Davis and Chance Fisher, they both had 10 for Stillman. Talladega travels to Wilberforce on Tuesday and then goes to Batesville, Arkansas to play Lyon College and Arkansas Baptist next weekend. Number eight, Indiana Wesleyan. They're now 7-1. and one. 
after they picked up a huge crossroad win in Indianapolis over number 11 Marion, 74-55. I don't know who would have predicted that score. After taking an eight-point halftime lead, the Wildcats, they pushed to a double-digit lead early in the second half, and Marion could never threaten. Uh, Indiana Wesleyan, they dominated the boards, led by scrappy Tim Adekazi, 10 rebounds, 17 points. Uh, Dan Largy, he's been really key for, to the Wildcats this season. He uh, led their scoring with 18. Marion's Jacob Wiley, he scored 17. That score was definitely an upset in the crossroads. Marion's going to want to regroup. They want another shot at Indiana Wesleyan, I guarantee it. Indiana Wesleyan, they'll host Spring Arbor on Tuesday. Number nine, Sagu, they're 5-1. and one. They traveled to Texas Wesleyan on Thursday and defeated them 75-63. And yesterday, they pulled off a huge road win at Science and Arts, uh, 91-88. Against Texas Wesleyan, uh, Sagu took the lead in the first half, controlled the game the entire second half. Uh, Sagu had a 18-4 scored advantage from the line. They needed every one of those points because they were 3-for-19 from the from the three for the day. Nicholas Mason, he dropped in 27 for Sagu. Vidal Bradford, he scored 17 for Texas Wesleyan. Saturday in uh, Chickasha, uh, Oklahoma, at that Science and Arts game, is a huge game against number 12 Science and Arts. Sagu outlasted the Drovers 91-88. Sagu found themselves down uh, under two minutes to go, but Nicholas Mason scored seven points in the last minute and a half. Seven points in the last minute and a half to give Sagu the big win. Uh, Mason uh, led Sagu with 32. And Cameron Hines, he had 23 for science and arts. So Sagu, they play again on December 2nd. They're going to host John Brown. Number 10, Jamestown, they're 8-0. They picked up a couple of GPAC victories this week. They beat Dakota Wesleyan at home 77-67. And yesterday defeated Midland on the road 78-64. So on that Dakota Wesleyan game on Wednesday, uh, Dakota Wesleyan, they were able to slow down the pace in the first, uh, boy, probably 17 minutes of the first half, but the Jimmys just seized control of the game. Uh, Too many weapons for the Tigers. Uh, Jamestown steamrolled the second half. I I think the best sign for Coach Neville's team is the young guards for the Jimmys are playing at a high maturity level. Uh, that's going to be really key to Jamestown. It's been key to their early season success. You knew going into the season that Mason Walters and Devin Schultz, they were going to give people a lot of trouble inside, but they need that outside game to give them room to work, um, and they're getting it right now. Uh, Mason Walters, he led Jamestown with 17 against Dakota Wesleyan. Jeffrey Such, he scored 14 for the Tigers. On Saturday, the Jimmies traveled to Midland. Again, another GPAC game. Uh, They just built the lead all through the second half. They wore Midland down with their speed and their size. Jamestown out-rebounded Midland 42-27. Mark Chose, he led the Jimmies with 20. Uh, Mark Chose is playing very good basketball. Mason Walters had a double-double with 14 points, 10 rebounds. Colton Ewing had 17 for Midland. Jamestown goes to Concordia on Tuesday in a non-conference matchup with Valley City on Saturday. Number 11, Marion is 4-1 after we mentioned that loss to Indiana Wesleyan. They travel to Winona Lake on Tuesday to take on Grace, and then they go to uh, St. Xavier next Saturday. Number 12, Science and Arts, uh, 4-1. and 
They beat uh, UNT Dallas 74-67 on Thursday and lost that game to Sagu we already talked about yesterday. Uh, They're headed to the Battle of the Beach. They're going to take on LSU Shreveport tomorrow and uh, Brescia on Tuesday in Panama Beach, Florida. Also number 12. Now, this confused Billy D because I'm a little slow. I'm from the mountains of Oregon. Two number 12s. They obviously tied. Also at number 12, Bethel, Kansas. Uh, they're five and one. They traveled to Bethany on Wednesday and defeated them 88 to 60. They'll travel to Friends on Tuesday. Uh, number 14, uh, Donnie Bostwick's Oklahoma Wesleyan team. They're eight and uh, Wednesday, they beat Tabor 66 48. Uh, yesterday, a road win at St. Mary 89 65. They're going to look to continue to roll. They'll host Kansas Wesleyan on Tuesday and travel to Avila on Saturday. Uh, number 15, Stillman, 5-1. and one. We mentioned they lost to Talladega. On Thursday, they traveled to Dalton State. They were able to win that game 79-73, and Stillman will host Middle Georgia on December 2nd. Uh, number 16, Georgetown, uh, they're 5-1. and one. They defeated Cumberland 72-69 on Thursday, and on Saturday, they fell to Pikeville on the road. 72-66. Oh, that hurt. Georgetown looks to regroup, hosting Wilberforce and Greenville University next weekend. Uh, moving out west here, number 17, the Masters. Oh, they fell to Westmont yesterday, 78-66. to They go to 4-1. and On Tuesday, they traveled to Antelope Valley, a team they always have, let's just say, physical games with and leave it there. Uh, they beat Antelope Valley 77-70. to uh, but Tuesday, the Masters go back to Antelope Valley, and you might watch. That could be interesting. Number 18, College of Idaho. They're 5-2. and two. The Yotes had a full week Monday following fall, falling to Crosstown Rival. So disappointed that they lost to Northwest Nazarene. I can't even say it. The Yotes had a full week Monday falling to Crosstown Rival NC2A Division II Northwest Nazarene. 82-7. Northwest Nazarene in 1994 about scored on a five-point play with like two seconds to go to beat Oregon Tech, and I just always root against them ever since. Anyway, the Yotes had a full week. Uh, Monday, they fell to Crosstown rival NC2A Division II Northwest Nazarene, 80-70. to Then they moved on to the Domino's Classic there in Caldwell. They got two big wins there. They beat Montana Western 77-64. That's a Frontier League team. And Simpson 94-73. C of I, they're going to kick off Cascade Conference play on Tuesday, uh, playing Eastern Oregon, and then they'll take on, they're going to host Montana Tech next Saturday. Number 19, Lewis Clark State. And it's not Lewis and Clark State. It's Lewis Clark State or just LC State. They're 5-0. and uh, they defeated Montana Western in Providence last weekend, and they'll host Walla Walla on Tuesday in conference play. Number 20, LSU Shreveport. They beat North American University 122-69 Friday, and they have a huge redemption opportunity coming up over the next two days. They're going to play Science and Arts and Rust on Monday and Tuesday, tomorrow and Tuesday at that Battle at the Beach. I, gu- I guarantee you Shreveport wants to win. That'll be a good opportunity for them. Number 21, Mid-America Christian. Boy, they they started on an absolute tear, but they've dropped three in a row. 
They're now 6-3. Thursday at home, they dropped an overtime heartbreak, 71-68 to Oklahoma Panhandle. And yesterday, they traveled to Wayland Baptist, and they dropped another nail-biter, 57-54. On Tuesday, they host Bacone, and Mid-America Christian needs to regroup quick. Uh, number 22, Morningside, they're 4-1. and one. Uh, Tuesday, they traveled to Dort, and that is a tough place to play. And they beat them 88-75. Morningside continues GPAC play Tuesday, traveling to Doan. Number 23, Olivet Nazarene. They're 7-1. Two big conference wins this week. Uh, hosting St. Ambrose on Wednesday, they beat them 77-57 and traveled to St. Xavier. Yesterday, beat them 84-79. Tuesday, they continue league play and they go to Indiana Northwest. Number 24, Benedictine, picking up a couple of wins this weekend. They're 6-2. and two. At the Hart AMC Classic, they beat Missouri Baptist 74-51 and Central Baptist 76-55. They travel to John Brown on Tuesday and Washburn this coming Saturday. Uh, number 25, Cornerstone, they're 7-2. They lost at Lawrence Tech 71-62. And then they recovered yesterday to beat Siena Heights on the road 88-60. Cornerstone, they take on Concordia, Michigan Tuesday. And next weekend, they play Hope College Friday and Calvin University on Saturday. Okay, so that's it for the top 25. A couple quick notes. Uh, first, congratulations to Cornerstone's Christian Rodriguez. He broke a 32-year-old all-time assist record at Cornerstone, a proud program and a very proud accomplishment. Congratulations, Christian. Uh, that That's a big deal. Uh, William Penn's Kavion Blaylock, he surpassed 500 rebounds this week. Congratulations, another milestone. Concordia Bulldog Justin Wurzma, he joined the 1,000-point club. Congratulations to you. Henry Tanksley at Peru State, he joined the 1,000-point club. Congratulations, Henry. Missouri Baptist Johnny Yeager, he passed the 500 rebound mark as well. Uh, congrats to you, Johnny. Loyola's Zach Reitzel, he passed the 1500 point mark. Uh, he's certainly not done. Uh, congrats, Zach. The Evangel men's basketball program, uh, the 2002 National Championship team, has been honored by the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, really nice to see that recognition uh, even 20 years late. Uh, Lance Van Vaux, head coach at William Jessup, he picks up career win 250, and he's going to win many more. Very good coach. Congrats to you, coach. You have a good team this year. Uh, thank you once more to Grace College, Indiana Wesleyan, the Bethel Pilots, and the Lincoln Lynx. Just amazing hospitality as we toured through Indiana. Everyone was extremely gracious with their time, uh, touring uh, myself and uh, my grandson through their facilities, getting to meet lots of people at each of these programs. Also, the Bethel Pilots uh, inter game broadcast interview me at halftime, allowed me to sit in with them uh, for the second half of the Lincoln game. Thank you very much. I enjoyed that very much. And I guarantee you we'll be back in Indiana next November. We're going to do it again. We really enjoyed ourselves. Uh, thanks to everybody to who helps promote NAI basketball. You know who they are. Uh, NAI Hoops Report does amazing work uh small college basketball y you need to follow them if you're not following them you need to uh, they do amazing work thank you for everything they do uh just a quick note 
Road trips out here are really long. I had a 12-hour round trip to the flagship in Classic at Southern Oregon. We'll make another 12-hour round trip on Tuesday. Uh, so if you don't see me on Twitter for a day or so, I'm probably driving. But the whole idea of all this is to watch basketball. And so that's what I do. I go watch basketball. Uh, thanks to everybody who listens. And enjoy your Sunday. This is Billy D, Cascade Hoops Talk. And remember, NAI basketball is the best entertainment value in America.